are back now with part three of the North Shore Breweries guide series, whatever you want to call it. And this is part three of Duluth, specifically breweries, tap rooms, and other places in which you can buy beer. Uh, we, all of the places we officially visited and interviewed people and like sampled flights, those were in the last two episodes. So go back and listen to parts one and parts two to kind of get our hands-on experience. The ones we're going to talk about now are the breweries that either we didn't have time to visit or they didn't get back to us when we initially sent out our string of emails to the different breweries. So we didn't interview anybody and because we already had a pretty tightly packed schedule, we did not visit all of them because there's a lot of really small breweries in Duluth that we might mention, but we're not going to go into detail on. Um, these are what remains of the large ones. Only one of them we actually physically went to, and that would be Hoops Brewing, because we stayed in the Suites Hotel, which was right there, and Hoops was just downstairs. So we actually did go down there two nights in a row, actually. You would think after <laughs> visit, like a whole day of visiting breweries, we would have been over it, but we did go back no. down. We, we, we enjoyed being able to be... The, the third day, I think, that I was over drinking yeah. here. Which luckily on the third day, we just went to Lake Superior and <laughs> their brews were already at. This is part three of the North Shore Brewery Guide. I'm Jay. And I'm Martha. And this is Exploring the North Shore. Uh, let's actually, let's just kick it off with uh, Hoops Brewing then, since we actually did go there and we did meet several in fact many of the employees that was a very fun night so to kind of paint the backdrop i think we went down at like maybe eight o'clock it was after we'd eaten dinner mm -hmm. it was after i think you know we played a couple of games up in the we were staying at captain's canal park at the suites hotel in duluth after we'd played a couple games up there, we went down and we just sat at the bar and you were instantly at home and <laughs> yes. very happy in your happy place. Tell yes. us why. We walk in and they have, you know, every bar has their big TVs. Usually they're playing sports and whatnot. And I see Mario Party and I'm like, <laughs> no way. Like, are they watching a YouTube video in this whole little corner of the bar? Is playing Mario Party, so we just sat down right next to this group, and they ended up being them. employees. Yep. All of them. I do apologize. I got all of their names and information about them, but of course, I didn't write it all down. And by the time we were done with our evening, we I, I had forgotten what their names were. So if you were at Hoops Brewery playing Mario Party on a what it's was a that a Switch. Sunday night? Yeah, on the Switch. On the Switch, and I beat all of you. <laughs> so Martha did get to go in and play at the end. Somebody had to leave and they were like, here, win it for the ladies. It was like the one woman that was playing. So Martha took over and actually did win. <laughs> I think I got to play for about, I, I got to play the last mini game mm -hmm. and that was it. So I did, I did not get to participate that much. And I think whoever I took over for was losing. So I'm pretty sure I got last place, <laughs> but it was still really fun. And it, it kind of created more of that, like, small town bar atmosphere almost. yeah you wouldn't think to like go to Duluth to like they're not a small it's not small at yeah, all yeah it's big you it's just big. you just don't walk in and like expect to be like 
video games. Like, and that's such a trend. <laughs> I'd expect that in Grand Marais. I would fully expect to walk into a bar and them be playing video games. I've watched them. Uh, the Legion, when the Legion used to be open, yeah. or Grand Marais, we could walk in, depending on who's working, and be like, hey, can we put this on one of the TVs? And he'd just let us switch one. Yeah. But you just, it's not something you expect. At a, in a bigger city. And it was cool that it was employees who I think they had probably just wrapped up their shift yep. and just hung out for a few hours afterwards. So Hoops Brewing is more of a, oh gosh, what do I, like, how do I want to put this? It, it's less about the beer and more about the activities, I guess you could do there. Although the beer was really good too, but they had like, uh, is, is this where the speed dating was? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I don't know the exact order of their events, but like Monday nights was trivia. So we went back for trivia, which we'll get into that story in a second. Then I think it was like the third Wednesday of the month or something like that. Check their website. You'll find all the details there. They had speed dating and then they had other things like that. Mm-hmm. And it was definitely, it looked more like a sports bar. It yeah. had more things on the wall and it had the big TVs and kind of just felt more like you're classic brewery like it's not trying to be high-end it wasn't trying to be fancy it's not Mm -hmm. serving food at all I think we made our own uh, charcuterie board using uh cheese stick no meat sticks cheese sticks and And pretzels pretzels that we bought there which was surprisingly very good they're another one that doesn't have food that you can order there but they have snacks yeah and you can of course order food from the plethora of Canal Park restaurants nearby. Yes. So you're not... Oh, this is, by the way, located in Canal Park. So similar to Canal Park Brewing. This one's located right there in Canal Park. Actually, the actual address is 325 South Lake Avenue. And right again, they were in the Suites Hotel. And it definitely had more of a neighborhood neighborhood vibe. That's what I was going for. Even though it's not in a neighborhood. It kind of gave me a feel... Uh, a mixture of the Gunflint Tavern and the Voyager. So if you're familiar with Grand Marais, those are two Grand Marais places. Yes. Like, do you see what yeah. I mean, though? Like, people know you. Yeah. Like, it's got that woody feel. Like, yes. everything is... Wood. Yes. Like, those huge wood tables. Yeah, but yeah. then it still has that, like, you know, it's it's not busy, but, it, like, bustling. Like yeah. It's, and the, the, the decorations all over the wall made me think of, like, the... I don't know if they still have it in the Gunflint Tavern, but they had like the, all the different currency oh, hanging yeah. up in the inside. Oh, do they still have that? At the I don't tavern? know if they still I have do. Not been, I, but... I've been in there recently. I just was not paying attention. Yes. And very cool, funky, eclectic kind of feel to it. Very brewery. If you think brewery, yeah. that's what I would think of prior to having visited the kind of more high end breweries that we did visit. That's what I would picture. And their beers were good. I was a personal fan of their cherry ale. They had like a cherry ale on the first night we were there. They actually sold out of it by the second night we were there. But you kept, you had the um, peach, peach pear wheat, Wheaton. So number 1120 peach pear, pear Wheaton. And it tasted like a peachio. Yeah. Like the candy. Yeah. I was trying to remember what was the one that I had. Yeah. yeah. It was that one. And the cherry one tasted like cherries. You kind of had a beer pre-taste and then you're like, oh, cherries. There it is. And it was very good. Very well balanced. 
They also uh, informed us that they were known for their German beers. So we did try a flight and our flight consisted of, I believe, was it the Kristallweizen? I think so. Yeah. The Kristallweizen. We also had the pineapple chili ale, um, which Martha's pretty (laughs) sure gave her heartburn. Oh God, more than heartburn. (laughs) Like it tasted good, but I don't, I don't know what it was. The combination of drinking so much beer. beer, the the like past two days but like it made me my stomach so sick that next morning oh that's right that was our last day too yeah it was good it was it's a very unique you don't expect it you definitely get the chili i yeah. don't think i got the pineapple yeah. but i got the oh my chili. god do you get a kick from the chili <laughs> in there and like i said it's a good flavor but it yeah my stomach did not like it later. Well, let's <laughs> jump to the audio of us testing, tasting our flight at Hoops Brewery. And then I'm going to throw in a very little bit of our uh, very failed, very failed yeah, trivia bad. adventure. <laughs> it was very bad. There we go. Continuing on with our... Breweries of the North Shore journey slash adventure, whatever this is, we're going to call it. Um, we crawl. are. It's a crawl. It's a crawl. It's a crawl. It's a guide. It's a crawl. Okay, so we are at Oops Brewery. Uh, we've actually, we technically came here yesterday just because this is in the hotel we're staying at. So we are currently staying at Captain's Canal Park, beautiful vacation rental from Cascade Vacation Rentals in Canal Park, Duluth. Check it out, Captain's Canal Park. Hoops Brewery is located right downstairs. We just have to hop in the elevator, and we are here. So we came down yesterday to enjoy a little relaxing drink after drinking a bunch all of drinks. <laughs> um, and my little heart just broke today because yesterday I tried a cherry beer. I was like, this isn't going to be any good. I do love cherry flavored, but I, I love cherries, but I don't like cherry flavored things. But that beer tasted like eating a cherry. And it was so good. And then we literally walked up and the lady was like, I'm all out of cherry. Don't ask for it. And I was like, oh, anything did you cherry? know? So anyway, uh, we did not get the cherry to try. But trust me, if it comes back, you should try because it was very good. But here we are at Hoops. We're not speaking with anybody here, but we are here tonight. It's Monday night for Trivia Night, which is supposed to start in about five minutes. So we're just going to quickly go through our flight tasting. Today on the Hoops menu, we have a number 15 pale ale, number two or 325.1, which is a pineapple chili. I'm excited for that one. Then there's, yeah, 1368, which is a Maybach. And then we asked what they were known for. We asked the, the bartender, hey, what are you guys known for? She said German beer. German beers. So we got the number 935 Crystal Wise. <laughs> All right. Let's start with number 15, the Pale Ale. Martha? Which one's the Pale Ale? This one. <laughs> they're not, they're not, it's, it's a little bit different. Usually, like, they write on them and they're on this actual smells like words. a Pale Ale. Yeah. Definitely taste like a like a pale ale. Hold on. Oh yeah, it smells like a pale ale. Has a different aftertaste though. Very hoppy. You're not right. the hoppiest we had. Not the hoppiest. I think the hoppiest one we had was the was it Ben's hop? Was their oh. their most known one? That was the hoppiest. Yes. This one does have a 
not my favorite pale ale. It's not a bad pale ale, and I think if you like pale ale, you'll like it. It is just not my favorite. But this next one I am very excited for, and I have high hopes for, because so far our experience with their fruity flavored beers has been very good. <laughs> we'll get to our favorite, which we also have in front of us, but we'll get to that in a minute. So we're going to try this pineapple chili. Which one is it? This one? Okay. We're going around. It's like, oh, it's got a smell. Oh, it smells spicy. Well, it's chili. It should be spicy. It smells like spicy chips. I'm a little nervous now. They also have just a chili one, too, so if you don't like the pineapple, but we've been on a pineapple kick today, so we're going to stick with it. Martha's making a sideways face. Her eyes are dashing around wildly. She's taking another sip. It seems to be deep in thought and contemplative. That is such a unique flavor. Let me see. Okay. Oh, there's the, there's the chili. Oh, I do smell the chili. Right? The chili creeps up on you. Fair warning. It's not spicy to me, but I feel it creeping on the back of my tongue. Yeah. That's, like, that's a beer that stays <laughs> with you. I uh, yeah. I did taste the pineapples early. You get the pineapple. It's a subtle pineapple. It's not strong. I think pineapple doesn't translate well in beer to me. Like It tastes yeah. like something else. The cherry for me really came through. Um there was like a strawberry lemon mint one that we had and all those flavors came through blueberries also really subtle and i think pineapple's kind of there with blueberries and then it's good but you almost have to step it up to really the make chili it overtakes it yeah especially the the taste the chili flavor leaves i do like it i do wonder what the difference between this one and the chili one is uh, yeah all right, this one now that I'm handing you is their Maybach. So I really liked the Maybach at Canal Park Brewery. And now we are going to sample the Maybach here at Hoops and see how they compare. Pretty good. Unfortunately, the chili is just it's sticking to my tongue. But I will say the Maybach actually just kind of neutralized it a little bit. Try another sip with it being... The chili is definitely present. I can, yeah. It's just the back of my tongue. It's a good Maybach. It is, yeah. I would have to taste it side by side with the Canal Park to figure out which one I like better, but I would order this and I would drink it. It's a very good Maybach. All right, last one we're going to move on to quickly before, uh, well, we got two more, but before trivia starts. We're going to start with the German beer, the Christian I don't know anything about German beer I like to know what this, this is. I don't know if it's an ale. It's a good I don't smell. Know if it's a porter. It's not a porter, obviously. It's a. Our entire spread this time is very amber. I like that. I like that a lot. That's beer right there. All right, here we go. It's good. It's not hoppy at all. It's a straight up beer. It man. is beer. It's a German beer. All right, the German beer. Um, I think of my favorite here, that would be it. Okay, and I think I have heartburn from the spicy one, <laughs> even though it's not spicy. Oh my god, <laughs> oh no, uh, let's try to neutralize it really quick. We're going to do this last final thing, and that is the beer that we had last night that we both loved because it tastes like peach rings. It is the 
Actually, I don't. It smells peach pear. Exactly like a peach. Right. It's a peach pear Wheaton, but 100% the flavor you get is peach, and it's very peach. So here we go. Cheers. It's just so good. It is really good. Not too sweet. The fruity flavor is not too strong. The fruity flavor comes more at the end. So at the beginning, you get a beer taste. And like same thing with like the, the German beer we just had. It's a beer taste. It's not hoppy. And then you kind of flow into essentially a liquid peach drink. And then it tapers off. It doesn't stay with you. It doesn't, that sweet taste doesn't linger for too long. It's good. I love it. It almost doesn't have an aftertaste. Yeah, I'm like still, once I, all I tasted. This is from my experience yesterday. So you kind of get the beer, then you get the peach ring, and oh, then and the glasses they give you are massive, giant glasses. They're not beer glasses. They've got like a stem. They're like really big. It looks wine like glasses. a yeah, like a big yeah, big ass wine glass with a short stem. So trivia is going to start. We're going to kick off here now that we're done with kind of the beer tasting. Again, if the cherry ever comes back, do that. But we're going to start participating in trivia now. Hopefully we'll take home a trivia victory uh, with this podcast. We'll cover a little bit of the trivia game. So here we go. Uh, We should first come back with how we're doing. Well, hold on. We have one more question left. We sort of know how we're doing. We sort of know how we're doing. We've gotten the first half responses back. Also, we realized we were sitting in the wrong part of the But they don't tell you, so it's not our fault. Yeah. And we realized that they were actually reading the questions over here when they lowered the volume. So, here we go. Number seven. Question five. Because that's the only one I know too. With that, we finish rounds five, six, and seven. Those are your only choices. We were sitting in the wrong part, so they we do were. have a host, they but are, they don't tell you, like I said. So you. it was not. That completely our fault. Okay, so really quick, until they come back with round eight, we did get Blue's Clues on round one correct, so we got one. Okay, roller coaster was correct, and so as blues closed, we got two points in the first round. In the second round, we got one, two, three, four out of the five. So we did very good in the second round. Third round, we did hope. That was one we should have gotten that we didn't, and I apologize. That's my fault. It was a little shop of horrors was the answer. I put my side style. Don't question me. We got half a point because we knew the word, but we just didn't know how to spell it, which was what that splotch uh, psychological test is. Uh, let's see. You got the Hachi, the dog I'm that waits. I'm surprised that I got that right. Yeah, I spelled it Hachi, but they gave it to us anyway. And then we got the next one right, which was the answer was Achilles I heel. Right. Yes, you did. <laughs> Very good. Martha got it. Oops, wait, wait, there's one more in this one. Um, we did not get the last one. Correct. So in round three, we got, I think, three points. All right, we're back to... Here we go, number eight. The theme for this week's sound round is not your average Joe. Not your average Joe. Is National Joe Apparently, March 27th is National Joe Day, so I'll have to say hi to original host Joe Fredericks. We have to listen. Oh, then we can't record this. 
It's music. We have to go. We apologize. So yes, I have words for hoops. <laughs> they don't have this half, but I don't know if we did any better. But still, if we had known to answer that one round, we got locked out. We were halfway through. We would have gotten four more points. So keep that in mind. And with that in mind, where would we be? Go back to standings. Okay, so we are at 12 points. We would have four more, so we'd be at 16. We would actually be in ninth place. Except we got cheated a couple points because we didn't know we were supposed to be in that specific room. We were not informed of this. Even when she came around and said, are you guys doing trivia? And we said yes. And actually, I think we have the best. Let's read some of these names. Name. Mall roof cleaners. Okay, that's Hilarious. That's actually pretty good. That's good. And topical. <laughs> good job, mall roof cleaners. For anybody who doesn't know, the roof of our mall collapsed because it hadn't been cleaned off of the snow for the whole winter, and then it got really heavy and collapsed. <clears throat> Team hoops. Okay, I'm sorry, but that's kind of lame. Here, hold this. Probably employees. There you go. Probably. Okay, fine. I'll give that to you, Team Hoops. You better be employees. Pretty sure I like that one because I never feel absolutely sure i'm pretty sure the hounds uh you're probably <clears throat> from east so you suck because i graduated from denfeld <laughs> high school bias baby all right we know where martha stands um the quinn the, the quiz cluffies club i'm too it's a play on Wiz khalifa oh i got it <laughs> uh three beers llama lawyers the bears hayseeds beauty and the beast Gilbertson's and of course us at the very end there E equals MC Hammer and that's been our trivia name for years now so we lost I'm pretty sure I mean yeah we still have to but I'm pretty sure we can't make a comeback from this but in our defense it's because nobody told us where to go to hear the trivia I mean yeah so we did not hear half the questions and we got locked out of one round missing four points I'm not saying we would have won I'm just saying we would have done a lot better if we had known so we were supposed to be answering that round so quickly they definitely locked us out of that round really quickly quick too like the other rounds were like one question at a time and you could go back until they um like give you your points i'm losing my voice holy cow okay we've been talking mm. we have been talking, talking a lot and drinking, <laughs> drinking and talking. neither of which i do that much believe it or not here we go we're going to sign up for the day knowing that we lost trivia well we really know what the final score no, is but we'll come back and we'll tell you the score okay fine we're coming back to tell you the score i need to know if we lose up. or not here we go we're going to be in last place. We didn't hear half the questions, and we also weren't prompted to answer an entire round. We still didn't get last place. This podcast episode is sponsored by Cascade Vacation Rentals. They know that life has a tendency to be overwhelming at times, and busy schedules often leave people feeling overwhelmed and disconnected. That's why they're here, 
to offer you the space and opportunity to reconnect to what's important. Cascade Vacation Rentals has one of the largest selections of privately owned vacation rental homes and cabins on Minnesota's North Shore of Lake Superior, from Duluth to the Canadian border. Their team is there to help you and your family or small group enjoy a vacation you'll remember for years to come. Visit them online at www.cascadevacationrentals.com. Again, that's www.cascadevacationrentals.com. So that was us very... We didn't get last place, though. We didn't. We, I think we got that second or third from last place. maybe, th- But not last. But not last place. So that was pretty good for having not heard the first half half of the... I, I think it was even more than half. Yeah. I think three or four rounds we were in the wrong like 60% part. of the game. <laughs> 60 or 70% of the game we were not by the announcer... So we just had no clue. Once we moved, I felt like we did much better and were a little more successful. I do like their system, though. Yeah. Doing it on the phones. Um, yes, getting that the questions help. on the phone. So having it on the phone was a really cool and mm-hmm. nice if you are hard of hearing or if you were like us and you ended up in the wrong part and didn't know until later, you at least stood somewhat of a chance. Yeah. The other, you know thing I liked about hoops was that you know it was a very fun welcoming yeah yeah environment the, the vibe the vibe of the place was very welcoming and like uplifting and just bright, bright. even at night yeah it was very bright in there yep so definitely check out hoops brewing again it is located at 325 South Lake Avenue in Duluth um, another brewery that is pretty well known Possibly, I, I think it's a battle between these two, between Bent Paddle and this brewery for who is the most well-known brewery in Duluth as far as where their distribution goes, and that would be Ursa Minor Brewing. So we did reach out to Ursa Minor. We did not hear back from anyone from Ursa Minor, so we did not go there. But if you are in Duluth and you want to check out another really well-known uh, West End brewery, that's helped bringing that crafting district to life. Check out Ursa Minor Brewing. It's located at 2415 West Superior Street in Duluth. I'm just going to read off some of their signature brews and then we can talk about the one we actually did try in, I'm going to call the next section. Um, but they have the Agate Hunter, which is a boysenberry cherry lactose sour. Lactose? I don't really know what lactose does for beer. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard that. It's come up twice in what I'm going to read to you today, which okay. I did not hear it at any of the other breweries. I don't know what lactose does. I'm not a beer person. I'm not really much of a drinker, so not really that privy to that. But the boysenberry cherry part sounds good. I think this is Moped Mischief. I don't think it's Moped mis- Mischief. It's M-O-P-E-D. So Moped Mischief. That's a New England IPA. Uh, there's one that's actually called Something Light and Fruit. And it's a mango wheat Ooh. ale. So it's similar to the good, one. Yeah. yeah. The Bear Hop is an American IPA. Um, and there's one called the Thistle Do, which is a Scottish ale. And this is actually one of the breweries that has a menu. It is a pretty simple menu of appetizers, pizzas, and desserts. It's nothing fancy, but it's great for pairing with their pizzas. Uh, I would say it's probably less of a menu than like Canal Park Brewing, which had like hamburgers and a full menu. So more of a, on the lighter side, kind of the sides. I think that's what I picture more of when I think of a brewery menu. Mm -hmm. That's what I picture is kind of that. It's more bar food. Bar food. It's bar food. 
Um, and that one is another older, uh, probably around the same time. Actually, I don't, let me, let me look to see if I can find out about us. When did they open? Their about us is like a paragraph long. <laughs> and I don't think it says. Uh, so I don't know when Ursa Minor opened. Oh, yeah, I don't, I don't see when they actually opened. I'm going to age them probably around the same time as the kind of brewery uptick in Duluth. 2010 to 2012 13 range um, and they they do distribute their beers pretty broadly you can buy them in many liquor stores around the state and i think even outside of the state uh, they have them available but we did try one of their beers and that was the galactic face slap i really do I'm, of all of their beers that's a great name. That is, I love their <laughs> names. Like I'm, re, I'm on their website now, and they've got like the the Cadillac Ranch Hand, uh, Badass Warrior Goddess, uh, the Galactic Face Lap, which is a hazy IPA, and we did try that. And then there's the Intergalactic Double Face Slap. Now I remember the Face Slap being very slappy. Being so I can only imagine slappy. the Intergalactic Double Face Slap being super slappy. There's one called the Sorry No Thing. No Tanks. Sorry No Tanks. Yeah, they just have some really fun names. There's one called the Ewok Cuddles. It's, I mean, their name is Belgian. Ursa Minor, which is yeah. really freaking awesome. Yeah. The Blarg. The Blueberry Lemon Watermelon Guava Hibiscus Seltzer. That is probably fantastic. That is every single flavor just in one drink called the Blarg. I ooh. We should try to get there at some point. We should. They also do have some non-alcoholic options. So if you're not a drinker, they have Ufta Kombucha, the Northern Soda Company, uh, Ficker's Brewhouse, their root beer, and then um, Superior Craft Elixirs. So they do have other things available there as well. It does not look like they have any, they haven't gotten to the THC scene like Ben Paddle has, but they have a lot to offer. So definitely check out Ursa Minor Brewing, especially if you're staying in or going out of your way to visit West Duluth. That is one that is pretty well known. Uh, this next one, I, I kind of feel bad about. So if they happen to hear this, I want them to know that I did not reach out to them because somehow I missed that they existed. And I swear I searched Duluth breweries and I just looked at the whole list on Google and I went through and just shot an email out to everybody that I could find a contact information for. Somehow, some way, this one went completely overlooked. I don't know if they just, I, I can't, I don't, I don't know what I did. That's my fault. I dropped the ball. I do apologize, but I am talking about the Warrior Brewing Company. So this is, I'm going to call this the baby brewery in Duluth because <laughs> the it's the brewery. newest one. It is also located in West Duluth at 2711 West Superior Street, which is three blocks away from Ursa Minor. Man, you could like brewery hop over there. That sounds, that'd be fun. Anyway, they, it's a brewery that was started by two uh, disabled veterans who kind of wanted to combine their passions for microbrewing, home brewing. Um, that's kind of how they met and how this brewery came to life. But along with their nonprofit organizations that help with veterans and first responders and things like that. So their whole brewery scene has to do with that kind of 
warrior idea. So their beers are, let me go to their beer section on their website here because they're fun too. And they have really fun beer cans. These probably aren't my favorite. So they have the Valkyrie, which is a honey beer. And then it has a picture of a Valkyrie, which is a female warrior on it. And then they have one called the Valkyrie Pumpkin, which is a pumpkin <laughs> yam beer. And it's the same bottle, except the warrior is wearing a pumpkin head. And I just love that. Their stout imperial double is called the Barbarian. Then there's one that's a Barbarian imperial stout aged in bourbon barrels. There's also a similar one. So the Barbarian stout in the bourbon barrel aged with Highlander grog coffee. Ooh, that's probably good. Yeah, like a, a bourbon barrel aged coffee stout. Yeah. I definitely want to try that someday. After our, our whole round of trying beers, I actually managed to somewhat develop a sense of taste for beer. Like I can tell <laughs> now when a beer is good and when a beer isn't. <laughs> uh, not that I drink a lot, but when I do now, I'm like, oh, this doesn't compare to this beer that I had. That Like if I'm going to drink an IPA, I'm going to drink this IPA. Yeah, beer snob. I become now. a beer snob. There's also the Patriot Lactose Double IPA. Again, that's I, I don't know what lactose does. I need to does. know what this is. We are not beer people. We apologize for bringing this to you. For those of you who are, and I'm sure you're yelling at us right now. There's the Samurai Imperial Red IPA. The Spartan Strawberry Honey IPA. Limited Edition Bourbon Barrel Aged Old Ale. Now they are the youngest, I'm calling them the baby, because they uh, started forming in 2020 and they, oh, so they're really really young. I mean, like you could argue that like Superior Brewing is even younger because technically they haven't started brewing yet in their new location, but they have history that goes back further. Mm -hmm. They kind of started developing their line of brews in 2020 and they churned out their first ones in May of 2021. Well, and, and another kind of cool thing about them is they do give some of their proceeds back to their nonprofit, which is called Lake Superior Warriors. They put a lot of emphasis, too, on hockey. So if you're a hockey person, go in there and start talking to them about hockey because <laughs> that they have a hockey connection, too. But yeah, it's definitely one of those breweries that seems to serve like a purpose and a passion So while we have not been able to sample their beers, they seem like a great option. They do have a tap room that has very limited hours, I will say. Um, They're only open right now, as I'm reading this, like Monday through Thursday, 5 to 8. So Mm. very small window there. And then Friday and Saturday, noon to 8, closed on Sundays. Kind of a, looks like they're growing. Again, they're still very young. They have like dartboards in their tap room. It is a family-friendly and pet-friendly So go ahead and bring your dog. That entertains us a lot. So do that. That (laughs) They also have a bubble hockey. Have you ever played bubble hockey? Oh, man, this this picture just took me back to my childhood. Oh, yeah. yeah. They had one at the Y before (laughs) soccer (laughs) broke. And my brother played hockey. Mm -hmm. So there was one of those. I spent way too many hours playing on that. So that just, I feel like that brings back a lot of weird memories from a lot of people's childhood that grew up in Minnesota. It looks like a fun place. Definitely one to check out on your next trip. If you are doing a brewery round, be sure to give them a visit. Let them know what you think because they are young and still working and it looks like they're growing every month. All right, next on is another pretty well-known and I would probably bet this is the oldest brewery in town 
Can you guess what I'm talking about? Don't you don't think it. of it. You don't think of it as a brewery, even though it's in the name. Old. Really old. Fickers? Yes, you got there. <laughs> yeah. Fickers uh, Brewing, probably the most iconic. Its history dates back to 1857. Wow. So it survived prohibition, the near destruction of the building. For many years, it wasn't a brewery at all. But then in 1995, it became a brewery again. So I think 1995 beats pretty much everybody oh, else yeah. out. Fitgers is located in its own happy little world at 600 East Superior Street in Duluth. Uh, you cannot miss Fitgers. It's a giant yeah. building with a big, it's says Fitgers. Mm-hmm. I left my phone in their bathroom once. <laughs> I feel like I've actually done that too. On like a bar crawl. Not even a bar crawl. It was walking home from the bar. And I was like, <laughs> I have to pee. Fitgers also is an entire complex of yeah, stores yeah. and restaurants. Well, their brew house has some uh, fun brews. They do have an apricot wheat, which I feel like is the one you would like. You kind of mm-hmm. like the wheats. Uh, they have one called the Big Boat Oatmeal Stout, the El Nino IPA. They also have draft root beer for those who want non-alcoholic. So that was what it was the non- one of the non-alcoholic offerings at Ursa Minor that I mentioned earlier. A triple jam, which is a cider. They have one called a lot of colada, which is a sour. <laughs> That's fun. Oh, they have a bock. It's called the Brew House Bock. A wildfire, which is a spiced beer. Ooh. Spiced beer. Spiced beer. I think I'm staying away from <laughs> spiced beer. Spiced things. And, you know, if you go to Fickers, take your time, explore the shops. They have some really cool stores in there. It's a very old, cool, historic building. And they also have a hair salon in there. At least they used to. And I actually, yeah, I, I used to be a wedding photographer. And one of the wedding, the bridal party was getting ready at that um, hair salon. So we actually walked around Fickers and did a bunch of pictures with the bridesmaids and stuff. A nice centrally located, pretty easy to get to. They have parking, which is nice. Don't have to worry about parking there at all. Dublin Irish Brew Pub in downtown. So that one is located at 109 West Superior Street, more in the downtown area. Um, they have really fun live music there a lot. The only time I've ever been there, my cousin's band used to perform there sometimes. So I actually would drive down to Duluth, stay in a hotel just so I could see my cousin perform. Mm. Uh, I think I've been there once. Yeah, it's just, a, it's almost, it's dark in there. It, it, it feels very yeah. dark in there. It's definitely more of like a bar feeling. Mm-hmm. Not a brewery, more of a bar. Dublin calls itself actually a boutique nano brewery. They only have two 40-gallon kettles. And they just like to experiment with like different flavors and brews and things. Uh, right now, the regular brews are like a double hop IPA, a maple amber, there's one called Harmon's Killer Brew, which is 10% hmm. a bourbon barrel porter infused with vanilla bean aged for six months and served on a snifter. A what? Snifter. <laughs> S-N-I-F-T-E-R. I have no idea what that is, but it seems like a very unique beer. There's a rattler with kind of a hint of peach in it a castle bar dark brown 
And then they have some seasonal breweries. But again, they're not a very big brewery. They also carry other beers, Heineken, Bud Light, Budweiser. So again, it's, it's definitely more of a bar atmosphere for live music, for entertainment, for hanging out with their friends, for bar hopping around downtown Duluth if people still do that. Uh, it's less known for their brews since they, they make such small batches. But that is one that you can visit if you are really wanting to look for an Irish pub experience in Duluth that also happens to brew their own beers. Another kind of popular thing in Duluth is tap rooms. So Mm -hmm. there's a lot of breweries around the Duluth and the Superior area. So there's a lot of tap rooms. Tap rooms are, they serve other people's beers. We actually visited Seven West Tap House, which was just a little hop across uh, Highway or I-35. It's not Highway 35, it's (laughs) I-35, Interstate 35. From where we were staying, again, down in Canal Park, we just hopped over to uh, the downtown area and we visited Seven Seven (laughs) West Tap House. So Seven West Tap House, located at Seven West Superior Street. That that explains the name Seven West. (laughs) I could have figured that out without doing all that research. So we did go there and we did try a flight of some different drinks. Ursa Minor was one where we tried the uh, Galactic Face Slap. We also tried one from Earthrider, which is located over in Superior, and a couple of others. So let's jump now to the audio of us trying our flight at Seven West Tap House. We are back, only this time we are not at a brewery. We are at a tap house. So again, music playing. We do not own the copyright, but it's there and we're here. So yeah, we're jamming to <laughs> we're Mr. Jamming. Jones. What is this count? Counting Crows. Crows. There we go. It's like, I know I know <laughs> this. Okay. I yeah. doubt it. I had a brief second of doubt in my brain. The but... only reason I know this is because my old best friend was big fan. Big fan, big yeah. Fan. And our uh, art teacher really liked them, and he was a very attractive <laughs> art teacher. <laughs> okay, so we are at the Seven West Tap House. We are getting our flights right now. Here they come. Thank you. So a tap house doesn't brew their own beer, but they have a variety of beers from the area. So we decided to swing in here to try a couple of beers from breweries we are not going to be visiting on this trip. So we are going to be trying a variety of local beers and one cider, just because we like ciders. We've got an Ursa Minor Galactic Face Lap, which I'm kind of excited for that one just because of the name. I mean, genius naming. Uh, the second one we are going to be trying out today is from a w- superior Wisconsin brewery called Earth Rider. We're actually going to be trying two of their beers. The uh, Rasp the Crush? <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to say it. I either. think so. I think, I think that's right. That's how it's spelled. R-A-S-P-B-E-C-R-U-S-H. So we're just going to go with that. We also have the Earth Rider Superior Pale Ale on our light board. And then finally, Wild State Cider. Pineapple Hazy Edition, which we both just got because Pineapple Hazy Edition sounded good. Sounded good. And it's we, the prettiest color of them all. It is very pretty. <laughs> Actually, this whole array, uh, we should take some photos really quick because it, it's a it's a pretty uh, pretty array right here. Yes. So I'm going to pause really quick, take some pictures, and then we're going to be back with our flight taste testing to let you know. Pictures taken, and now it is time. We'll start with the Ursa Minor Galactic Face Slap. Go ahead, Martha. Kick it off. She's sniffing. Smells poppy. 
Oh, it is. It's very happy. I see why they call it a face slap. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me see. Oh, yeah, this is happy. <laughs> it's not bad, though. For you, it's happy very, people. Yes, I, and I like happy beers. I don't not like them. I don't, I, well, I like very dark. Usually I'm a huge fan of dark beers. Like, I hate IPAs. Yeah. I, I don't like pale ales. That's, that's Someone IPA. I dated was really into the hoppy Creams. I don't like pale cream. ales, and I sort of yeah. got into them for a while. So, like, yeah. I don't hate them, but they're definitely not my go-to. But this one is a light beer that tastes like a dark beer. Yeah. All right. Not bad. I'm excited for the, the round two. The Rasp Crush. All right, Martha's smelling the Earth Rider Rasp Crush. It smells again. like wine. Oh, interesting. Like a wine beer almost. can definitely taste the Rasp. It almost tastes like fresh raspberries. Interesting. Like Ooh. you are eating them. Well, you don't, you smell them a little bit, but. Oh, yes. Not the aftertaste, but the initial taste is like it, you literally just threw some fresh raspberries. Off a bush in your yard. What is this one even described as? Hold on. So the first one, the Galactic Face Slap, is an IPA, but it does not, to me, taste like an IPA. It is 6.8 Ooh, alcohol percent. Yeah. And then um, the next one we just did, hold on, I'm trying to find it on the list, the Earth Rider Raspberry Crush is a sour. So it's a fruity sour. I got to say, I don't think I had much interaction with sour beer up until this particular trip. I'm not a beer connoisseur. I like sours. The only time I really try new beers is when I don't know what to drink. And the first time with gets a beer and they're like, what do you want? I'm like, I'll just take whatever they're getting. Okay, that one's, yeah. I like like the Raspberry Crush a lot. Uh, Now we're going to try out Earth Riders Pale Ale. So this is the Superior Pale Ale. This one is a lower alcohol volume than the Galactic Face Lap, so we'll see. Martha does not like the smell, I don't think. That one's more hoppy than that one. Maybe. The, I'm, I'm actually, yeah, I'm surprised with how hoppy this one. We're now comparing the Galactic Face Lap from Ursa Minor to Earth Rider's um, Superior Pale Ale. Okay. This one tastes like a really hoppy pale ale, and I'm currently pointing at the Earth Rider. If you are into hobby pale ales, that's the one for you. The Galactic Face Slap does not taste like a pale ale to me. It looks like a pale ale, but it tastes like a darker beer. So I think I like the Galactic Face Slap. Just comparing the two pale ales we have here on our flight, I like the Face I like Slap. The face slap yeah. So far, having not, I mean, the next one's a, a, a cider. We're going to call this a bonus. It doesn't count because this is a beer episode, but... You know, we, we included some some ciders and some seltzers as well. But of the three beers on here, my favorite is the Earth Rider Raspberry Fresh. Yeah, me too. But I also really like the Ursa Minor Galactic Face Slap. If you're a beer person and not a fruity beer person, but a hoppy beer person, that's the one for you. If you're a fruity beer person, go for the Raspberry Crush. And now Martha's going to give us her opinion on the Pineapple Hazy Edition from Wild State Cider. What do you think? I like it. I like the pineapple flavor. I am very partial to pineapple, though, because I love it. I love pineapple. I am confused by the color of this drink, just going off of how your smell, sight, assists with taste. So that's why they dye foods certain colors, so your brain connects the color with the flavor. This is pink. It's like a light, girly pink, which I wouldn't expect from pineapple, but... 
Oh, that is very good, right? It is very good. So this is their mention, Ursa Minor Brewery, located in the Lincoln Park District of Duluth. Their Galactic Face Lab is a great beer if you're a big fan of super hoppy beers and pale ales that don't taste like pale ales, to me anyway. <laughs> and then Earthrider is a brewery over in Superior, Wisconsin. We are not going to hop over the bridge to get over there. Sorry, Soupy Town. Sorry. Uh, but yeah, Earthrider is one that I've been seeing a lot of lately that seems to be growing in popularity. So definitely check it out if you are in Duluth and you're staying in Duluth and you want to hop over to Superior really quick and you really like good beer because that Raspberry Crush was delicious. So now the last one I want to mention in this part of the series again there is going to be more episodes don't worry we haven't even covered the rest of the north shore yet although there aren't that many we also do want to hop over to superior at some point and try earth rider and there's another one over in superior that we've recently learned about that we also want to check out so stay tuned there will be a bit of a gap between this episode and the next of the series because we have to actually go out and do them for this one we had all the materials uh the last thing though i wanted to talk about is the Duluth Tap Exchange. So it's Duluth's first self-pour tap room. It features over 40 craft beer, ciders, hard seltzers, and wines on tap. Plus it has a full bar. Where is this one? It is located at 1905 West Superior Street. Can you pull it up on a map? Like uh, where? Yeah. Sure You'd can. Think growing up there my entire life, it's, I'd have the general idea. Yeah, but... no, it's right next door to OMC Tap Smokehouse. Huh. So two blocks up from Bent Paddle. And it's a just a big room with a whole bunch of taps in it. So this is what the tap room looks like. Oh, that's cool. I don't know how it works. We were going to go there, but then we, again, it was, <laughs> we were <laughs> trying we were to out. fit a lot of things into basically two and a half days. It's but a lot of beer to drink it's, in it's, two and a half especially days. Especially we don't drink a whole lot. Yeah. But yeah, if you want to check out a variety of beers, they do have the self-served section. Again, I don't know how it works. So go in there, find out. And they have beers from all over the Duluth area, as well as Minnesota and beyond, they also have, uh, again, wine. You can also carry in or deliver from your favorite Duluth restaurant, but they have a very small menu. Looks like they have a pizza, a pretzel, nachos and cheese, pizza bites, uh, Southwest chicken egg rolls, fish bites, boneless wings, cauliflower bites, and then different sauces. And according to this, they also have trivia. So they have trivia on Wednesday nights from 6.30 to 8. So if you're a big fan of trivia, be sure to check that out. And of course, then at 6.30 on Mondays is when Hoops Brewing has theirs. So if you're a big trivia person, you could get your trivia fix in quite a few different ways. And maybe we should do a trivia guide. No, maybe. Maybe <laughs> a someday. A trivia pub crawl. A trivia pub crawl. Or how to do trivia every single night on the North Shore. I wonder if you could pull that one off. I don't even know. I think we could. I'm definitely going off the deep end here. <laughs> and we need to wrap up this episode. <clears throat> uh, so this has been the third installment. This was kind of the others section of uh, Duluth Breweries. Although, again, Ursa Minor, very, very well known. Warrior seems really cool. Hoops, very welcoming and a very fun place to hang out. And then check out the different tap rooms where you can experience multiple brewery 
beers in one place and just try everything out. So yeah, this has been part three. Again, there will be more to the series, but there will be a bit of a gap. We hope to bring you the rest of the series by the summer. But for now, I'm Jay. And I'm Martha. And this has been Exploring the North Shore. Thank you.